You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is brought to you by the Gebhardt Sleep Group at Baird Financial, delivering personalized financial advice that helps clients reach their long-term goals. Visit gebhardtsleepgroup.com or see our show notes for links and to learn more. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Jess Biondo. I'm Michaela Hooper. And I'm Tia McNally. Today, we are so excited to have Michelle Mitchell on the podcast. Guys, I'm giddy. I know. Tia, who is she? Uh, Michelle's the wallpaper lady. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know what we're talking about, pause right now, go back and listen to our season finale of Season 1. Yes. And then immediately return to this podcast. Because here's the thing, guys. This is the way the Lord works in the kingdom. He knits us together for his purposes. We we tagged Miss Shaley in that um, in our posts about that episode, and she and I ended up DMing, and we were like, "Would you like to come tell the story yourself?" And she was so excited mm-hmm. and so gracious to come and tell us about her work as a photographer and an Insta blogger and um, all the things that she has uh, been doing in this house she's building mm-hmm. or that God is building is yeah. the story. So. Mm-hmm. Without further ado. Well, and bef- just to tease oh, it, yep. she says some things in here that she admits she has never shared That's anywhere true. else. That's so true. coming to you for the first time ever, <laughs> breaking news <laughs> from Miss Shaley. From Miss Shaley. Hey, Miss Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Michaela. I'm um, so glad and honored to, to be with you. Yes, we're so excited yes. to have you. Yes. I've been excited. I've been pumped all day thinking about it. Awesome. Uh, We love that. We were wondering, maybe you could start um, by just giving a little bit of a a background on who you are, where you live, how you got into photography, and kind of what that looks like in your daily life. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I am actually um, living out in the Dallas-Fort Worth area now. Um, What most people know about me, I think, the majority of people would label me as photographer, entrepreneur, um, but really I'm just a small, small town girl. I'm from um, a little, little bitty town in South Central Arkansas called El Dorado. Nice. So I don't know if, I don't know if any of the listeners know where that is. <laughs> I just appreciate its hours, pronunciation. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Um, about two hours south of Little Rock. Um, so grew up there. Just like I said, small town girl came from a, a minister's family growing up. And so we grew up there. My dad was an evangelist. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. Um, so grew up there and then ended up, fast forward, came to college out in the Dallas area. And that's where I started um, kind of doing photos and stuff on the side and had always had a love, a really deep love for creativity. And the way the Lord had wired me was, I think, toward the arts and stuff like that. So I'd always had a love for it. But, um, but actually, the hobby became kind of a part-time job post-college, um, like right after I graduated college. And um, and then it kind of honestly kept unfolding into this, what is now um, a full-time business. So I've been running a photography business for full-time for about, it's, it makes me feel really old to say this, but around 12 years. Okay. Um, I, left my, I left my full-time job in graduate school and 
just, I don't know, the Lord kept unfolding it. I had, like I said, started as a hobby, but it continued to grow. That's awesome. And um, as I prayed about it and felt a leading, I just kind of jumped out and took the leap of faith and started the the full-time photo business back then. So That's great. Wow. Yeah. So who are like maybe the the most inspirational or moving people that you've had the opportunity to, um, to shoot? Like what? Oh goodness. That is like always my toughest question. Um, because <laughs> I have, gosh, it's funny because every season has kind of presented its own, yeah. um, like people and, and lessons. And it's funny because I'm, I've, my, my business, like I keep saying, it's kind of evolved over the years. So I started, shooting portraits early on and then it kind of unfolded into weddings and things. And now, um, I'd say I specialize in a lot of, uh, portraiture work. I do a lot of book covers and shoot a lot of artists. And so you can imagine those are very interesting people to meet and talk to. And it's cool to kind of go in their homes and get to know them. But, um, I say there's beauty in every season. So even in the beginning, those people that I shot there in the beginning that helped me really get going, mm-hmm. um, that, that season presented its own beauty and people really encouraging me and seeing, seeing things beyond what I could see and my gifting and my calling and spurring me on. And then there were that middle season, you know, people yeah. that I, I shot back, you know, kind of five, 10 years. And now I've really, um, I feel like I tell people the past few years I've gained, I felt like some new, new wings and stuff and strength yeah. in my business. And, there's been kind of a soaring the past few years that the Lord's brought. Um, yeah. Just kind of, I think, the outcome of a lot of hard work and years and years and years of like sewing and stuff. Um, yeah. So now, you know, it's just really cool. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of like people I could name. Um, but lately, like I said, a lot of the, the authors and the artists and musicians That's and so cool. especially um, some of the authors that I myself admire so deeply, those, yeah. you know, getting to kind of have one-on-one time with them has been so, so cool. Yeah. Um, and I recently shot out at, um, did a big project for Nashville Rescue Mission. And we went out nice. and just got to have a lot of one-on-one time with them. Um, people that were struggling with homelessness and things like that. And that was moving. And so, um, it's, it's hard, it's hard to tack down like, man, it's been really, really cool to meet. The the photography business has brought so many amazing people along my path. That's yeah. That's Um, how we feel about the podcast. I mean, we're talking to you today because of a kind of a conversation that started and, and I love the the way that God brings us together (laughs) like that. I know. I know. It's incredible. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. incredible. I tell people all the time I credit the photography business to just so many of my, you know, so many of my friendships and um, just deep relationships in my life now that it's brought to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just been incredible. Yeah. When did you know that you were made to do what you're doing today? Like, when did it shift for you? you Well, it's funny because I tell people all the time, like, I, um, even like 15 years ago, if you would have asked me, you know, what will you be doing in 20 years? I would have actually never, ever, ever said photography. (laughs) It just, it just wasn't on my radar. No, I knew that I was wired for creativity and the arts and things like that, but Mm -hmm. it's just funny. That's why I tell people never put yourself in a box when it comes to the Lord. A lot of times we love that question. What are you called to do? Or what are you... But um, I think when we stay open, a lot of us are multifaceted and multi-gifted and there's certain seasons of our life where he uses, you know, because even right now, the photography business, you know, has been full time for 
12 years, but really, um, because of the house story, um, the house I bought and some different things, I can even see an evolving in that. And now it's, we're doing more writing and more speaking and, um, that kind of even turned over. So, um, so you're referencing the house story. Would you mind going, going into that deeper? Yeah. Yes. Talk to us about kind of how that all happened. Yeah. So, um, so I'm currently living in, um, or about a year and a half ago, I bought, um, an 1886, uh, farmhouse fixer upper, (laughs) like major, major, major fixer upper and, um, had been living in Dallas. I am 36. And at the time I was, I was about 30, 34 when I was living out in Dallas and my, my season in my apartment slash loft was coming to an end. And (laughs) I felt a little lost in my life. I felt like kind of like I was in a season of, you know, Lord, I'm in a place that's good, but there's a lot of questions. And I, I didn't really know, um, you know, I, I had pictured my life in a different place, mid thirties than where I was and asking the Lord, what do you have for me next? Like, where do I go? Do you want me in Dallas? Do you want me somewhere else? And so anyways, I, um, started praying about purchasing a home and, um, ended up purchasing, ended up purchasing this 1886 farmhouse fixer upper, which is a total God story. And I have been, um, for the past year and a half restoring this home. And, um, I've started a kind of a personal passion project. So speaking of earlier, like when I started talking about God using all of our gifts, um, I moved into this home and as I was restoring it, God began to speak to me about how it paralleled with my personal story of restoration. Mm, And I would go from room to room and restore each room, one room at a time, um, gut it out make it new. Um, so kind of a story that the home carries of broken to beautiful, I felt like was the Lord was revealing this thing to me about how, Hey, Michelle, this is, this is you, you know, this is your story of what I've done and what I'm doing currently in you, um, in healing you and making you whole again and taking the worst, you know, most broken places in the ashes and building those back up and raising you up. Um, to something new. And so um, anyways, it's it's become, like I said, like a personal passion project. That's the best way I think to describe the house mm-hmm. is God's kind of married all those giftings in my life of writing and photography and all that and creativity. Um, and now I'm kind of merging all those things and we have the, the restored house here. Um, but we call it a house God is building. Um it's beautiful. But it's just been an amazing, amazing journey of, you know, an unexpected journey that I never, ever saw coming. Yeah. Um, and the Lord's using this house now, the house to preach the message of restoration, um, really all over the world. It's just been like crazy how he's, how he's opened that door, you know? That's so cool. And that's, that's the house. Listeners, if you, if you listened to um, our final episode of season one, when I referenced um, the wallpaper in the bathroom, this is Michelle. This is the yeah. story. <laughs> um, that's the house that that story and I is from. I listened to that podcast myself. I wanted to say this, and awesome. I just loved it. And it was so cool to hear. I always say this. It was so cool to hear someone else's perspective on it. Oh yeah. Um, and I love that. How every time I share the story, 
God illuminates something different and the Holy Spirit illuminates, you know, people hear it different and they apply it to their own life and he speaks in a whole new way um, to their heart. So I loved hearing like your perspective and how it hits you and even hearing you retell it. You just did such a beautiful job. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It has been like a massive point of transformation and revelation for me over this past wow. year. Yeah. it's And that's, I guess, what I'm, I'm saying. I love the way that God brings us together. Yeah. He brings yeah. His sons and daughters together for His glory in such beautiful ways. There was something you posted doing a portrait of someone, and I didn't know who they were. This was just this week. And so I looked them up and found a book that is absolutely blowing my doors off. Um, yeah. Over was, things- it, uh, was it Jensen Franklin? Yes. Or- yes. His yeah, fasting book. Yeah. Oh, his fasting book is like life changing. Yes, it um, is. If listeners want to, if listeners want to read a book that'll change their life, yeah, yeah. we will we'll link to really it. anything by him. To be honest, um, yeah, his his messages through the years, and that was actually, you know, you asked me that question earlier about, you know, just inspirational people to meet, and um, that was a really really cool one because Jensen's messages through the years have like impacted my life immensely. Um, even yeah. when I'm editing and stuff, editing photos, I'll a lot of times just like YouTube him and just hear what is on his heart lately and what he's sharing and what God's doing in him. And it's just, there's something about his ministry that just lights my heart up. And That's so, beautiful. Um, so it was really, really cool to like get to go out and photograph him and, um, be with them for the day in California and just like a wonderful, wonderful man. So that's great. I love it. Yeah. Ms. Shaley, I was wondering if we could back up and if you could tell the yeah. wallpaper story. Um, yeah. Because just in case some listeners out there didn't catch our earlier episode um, or aren't familiar with it from um, from your blog, yeah. I was wondering if you yeah. could share that. Absolutely. Yeah. I might need to back up a little bit further even and tell them oh, sure. the yeah. story about um, a dream that I had actually in the December before the May that I bought the home. Um, cause I kind of told you guys about the season of my life I was in where I was in my heart kind of searching out what was next and Lord, what do you have for me? And, um, just asking that age old question that we all ask, Lord, what's, what's next? What do you have for me in this next season? Am I where I need to be? Am I doing what I need to do? And so, um, I was actually headed out to the hill country in Austin, Texas to shoot a wedding, um, in December of 2017, and um, I had my assistant with me and we were traveling out, you know, to this little bitty Airbnb right before the night before the wedding. And we drove and drove and drove and we got past Austin and kind of made it out. And we realized there was no cell phone reception. So we got checked in and um, we're checking into the Airbnb. And like I said, you know, on other podcasts, there's there's no reception. What do you do? You just like go to sleep. Yeah. So we, uh, there was like no television. I had a book that I read for a little bit. And I thought, I'm just going to rest, you know, and get ready for the wedding. And so anyways, went to sleep that night and during the middle of the night, just unexpectedly, I guess the Holy Spirit came to me and I had this, I I don't, I haven't had a lot of these in my life, but I do believe in like prophetic dreams Mm -hmm. and things. And so, um, had a dream in the middle of the night about two o'clock and in this dream, I was set back into the hometown that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast that I grew up in in El Dorado, Arkansas. And when we were, um, when I was 12, we, we faced a lot of, um, I talked about us being raised in a a minister's family, but 
we faced a lot of, um, it was a season of my life where the enemy really, really began to pound at us and faced a lot of personal heartbreak, um, and trauma. And so, um, anyways, 12 years old, my parents went through a really, really hard divorce. I faced some personal trauma, um, different things, 12, 13, 14, some abuse. And so anyways, it was just a, a time in my life where I went through a lot personally and, in the stream, I was kind of set back in onto the street where, um, where I faced this trauma. So my parents divorced when I was 12 and we lost our home and everything. And I, um, my, my mother moved into this little house and, um, this little house for me kind of was symbolic. I think it was like a physical structure of some of this trauma that I went through. It represented the time frame, um, a lot of things that I went through in the home. My mom actually, suffered through some pretty hardcore, um, prescription drug addictions and things like that. And so the house, the house in itself, just the structure of it, like I said, was kind of symbolic of a lot of pain for me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of trauma, abandonment, things like that. And so in this dream, I was set back on that street and I walked to the lot of that home. I recognized it in the dream and I walked to the sidewalk and kind of faced this house of trauma and abuse and abandonment and, just really, really soul, like gut-wrenching things that I went through. And I was face-to-face with it. And I realized when I got to the sidewalk that the house had been bulldozed down. Mm. So from the very front where my toes were all the way to the back gate, um, there was absolutely no trace of the old house. And there was a new home being built on the lot. And it was everything and more that I would have prayed for, like in, in the recesses, deep recesses of my heart. Um, and we all know that, you know, the Lord knows he, the Holy Spirit speaks the love languages of our heart. He yeah. knows what we, what we want, and what we desire more than we even know ourselves. Yeah. And as I faced this lot, I was staring and all these things, it was like an Ephesians three twenty. like I'm going to do above and beyond what you could ever even imagine or think to ask. But there was this new home being built and there were three men in the dream working on the home, um, which I feel like now you know, symbolized Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but there was a man hanging windows. There was a man on the roof and there was a man on the very front porch, like the center beam kind of working at the bottom of this beam. And I was just watching these men work on this home and the man in the front, um, right at the front wooden beam turned around and looked at me in the dream and just smiled really big and waved at me. Mm. And I just kind of waved back in the dream, like just, astonished at what was going on and that this old house had been gone. There was this new house being built and the dream ended and I woke up and I felt like the Lord gave me the word restoration and all things new Mm. and started to write about it and how, and at the time that was before I ever knew that physically I would ever purchase a home. Um, at the time I just thought that was a symbolic dream of me, like Mm -hmm. me being the house and how, Hey, the old was gone, the new has come. Mm. And I began to write from my heart about restoration. And I even called um, a lady who's been like a spiritual mom to me for a long, long time and shared it with her and just kind of told her, this is what I feel. And does this, you know, does this feel right? And she's like, oh, my word, yes. And so anyway, so we, um, that word restoration, he really planted that then. And fast forward to May, um, I find this farmhouse fixer upper, um, my, my realtor, who's a believer finds it and calls me and long story short, we end up 
I ended up purchasing this home. And as we um, are getting it, I go to the bathroom one day and the contractor, I'm standing there in the bathroom. The contractor is like um, gutting, you know, gutting everything in the bathroom. And he asked me what I want. I told him, I I want everything gone. (laughs) All the old shells, all the old any trace of any of this, I need it out. And so, um, so he starts gutting and tearing away and pulling back. And as you can imagine, 1886, I mean, there's layers and layers of life, you know, on these walls, Mm -hmm. which is so symbolic of us, you Mm -hmm. know, again, our hearts and like how there's these layers and these, these seasons of life and these things that build and build and build. And so he gets it back to the studs and he calls me back in, you know, Michelle, come look at this, see what you want to do. And so I walk back in and I look around. I can't even believe what I see. Um, but it's it's the exact wallpaper that was in the home that I talked about in the dream, um, which was like so it was just a moment of, mir- you know, miracle, like yeah. miraculous, like the Lord's sovereignty. Mm. Um, I thought about actually I haven't shared this before, but I actually kind of went back in that moment to myself as a, as a 12 year old, 13 year old, 14 year old in that home and like the sovereignty of God and how I stood in that home so broken and that wallpaper was there. And he knew mm-hmm. that in 2018 I would have a home and that home would have that same, you know, it was just like the yeah. sovereignty of God and the power mm-hmm. of God and the, the care of, you know, the detail yeah. that, that he puts into our lives and how he so cares about every little thing. And yeah. so I stood there and I just like stared at the wallpaper. I actually took a picture of it and sent it to my brother and sister. And we all were just like the crying emojis, you know, yes. yeah. just like, this is unbelievable. Wow. Um, Cause the Lord at that point had already done so many things with this home. He was, I mean, he was screaming it to us that he had a plan for this house. Wow. And, um, and I just didn't know, I didn't know the impact, like what, what that would even look like, but just day to day, I was being obedient, purchased it. It was all unfolding and he would do things like that to just confirm yeah. that he was in it. And, um, and so we covered the walls with new sheetrock and we painted the whole house inside and out with a color called alabaster white, which even Sharon Williams, like named the color of the year and it means all things new and so everything inside and outside is painted that white color and it was just really cool personally to see that that old being covered with this new newness you know um so that's that's a story that I love about the house because it's something that's so personal to me yeah um and so Anyway, so I had to kind of back up. Yeah, like, that's so good. There's a little bit of reference in. Yeah, and that kind of that the that new piece that you shared really. Um, I, I was just I was just hearing God saying like I was there. That's what yeah. I was hearing yeah. too. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. I was there, Michelle. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm outside time, and I was protecting you, and I was I was there, and I hold all the justice. Justice right. belongs to me. And so the Lord, you know, like whatever justice is due is accomplished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the power that's of Christ. so beautiful because early on in my healing journey, when that first began, the, mm-hmm. the, um, I share a lot of that too sometimes. Um, when I first kind of mid-20s realized, like even as a believer, just how much I needed to go to the depths with the Lord and mm-hmm. 
allow him to go to the depths of my soul and, and get these, heal these roots of hurt that I was carrying around these wounds, um, how God needed to search those out and heal me. Um, because I talk about how I was bleeding out and I was putting band-aids over bullet holes and I just couldn't seem to, you know, pain demands to be felt. So I was carrying all that pain into my relationships and just really, honestly, I think it bleeds into every area when you're not healed. Um, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression and pretty severe stuff and um, Mm. started going to counseling. And it was funny because that was one of the root issues of once I started really chat, like talking about it with Mm -hmm. somebody that was spirit led, that was a lot of my questioning was that root of where were you? Where Mm. was God or why? why did that happen or why do bad things happen and why, you know, how, and all those questions that we kind of carry, um, where we're trying to reckon, you know, reconcile this thought of like, where were you, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so that was a huge healing point for me when I walked through this whole, like he was there, yeah, like he was there. He hated all the bad that happens to us and all the heartache yeah. and all the wounding and all the bad in the world. He, he grieves those things. Yeah. Um, but he was there with me. And so that actually is such a beautiful perspective. And I've never, it's funny. I've never ever shared that till this podcast, but that's oh, kind of what you. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I saw that, I just kind of was taken back into this time, you know, work thing of, of like, yeah seeing that I thought about myself as this 12 year old or, mm-hmm. you know, and I think a lot of us, um, you know, there's healing to be found when we actually go back to those places with the Lord and, yeah. and rewire that and rewalk it out yeah. and get some clarification on who he is and who he was and who he, you know, Absolutely. And, and that he was there and how much he loves us and how much he grieves those things with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so yeah, that's the story of wow. the wallpaper and kind of how that unfolded. And um, that's great. so I'm just so grateful. I, if, if he hadn't given me those little confirmations over the year, I don't know that I could have made it because it's been <laughs> a little bit of a tough journey, but he just continues to be faithful and give me these mm-hmm. little glimpses of hope and fresh wind. And, and um, he's so good to do that. Yeah, and, um, for sure. So it's been, it's been great. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also his sovereignty that you shared that part on the podcast. When you said that, I felt so deeply in my spirit that that is for someone who needs to know that God is saying to them, beloved, I've been here the whole time. Yeah. And like, I think the fact that you were prompted to share that, it's not mm-hmm. in vain. And no. like whoever's listening, if that part of the story kind of did something in your spirit, like don't run away from that. Lean into that mm-hmm. yeah. because the spirit is telling you something that is so specific for you and it's meant to bring healing. Yeah. Um, and so again, like if you just need to hear the Lord speaking over you, beloved, I was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think that is for you. That's good, Jess. So. That's so beautiful. Yeah, mm. I, I think one thing that um, really touched my heart, or I guess it was a huge, kind of made an impact on me and stuck with me as my pastor one time preached a sermon. And I remember him saying, like, every single thing in our life is affected by who we really at our core believe God to be yeah, like for sure like whatever we at our core like really believe he is 
that runs into every area of our life. And Mm -hmm. so when that began to heal in me, I think I was carrying this root of, I didn't realize I did. And there's so many people that walk around with, that went up with wounds that they didn't, they didn't ask for, or they didn't create, you know, and they're, they're carrying these things and just really trying to heal. And that's kind of where I was, you know, it wasn't some of the wounds I created, some of the wounds I didn't. And, um, I was just desperately, you know, walking around trying to heal, but that brought so much healing to me when I corrected and dealt with that root of, where were you mm-hmm. and who are you? And I hear these things that you're good and you're this and you're that. But I, you know, there were so many areas that were in my life trying to tell me different. Sure. And when I really went to the root of that and mm-hmm. we really walked through that together and I discovered that he was there Yeah. and how much he hated it and how much he loved me and how mm-hmm. he grieved with me. That was just so healing for me, you know? Well, and, you know, you talk about having the right understanding of who God is. You know, we can't fully understand who we are and our true identity in Christ until we've seen the Father, until we understand who He is. We are going to have a skewed view of of ourselves and how we were made and and what He thinks of us and what He wants us to do with this time that we have. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, as I began to deal with those things and those roots, everything else began to come into line. Yeah. You know, so dealing with those roots was the key to true healing, not dealing with external things, but dealing with those roots and internal because to every root, there's a fruit, good or bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was dealing with (laughs) some really bad fruits, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and of things that, you know, like I said, you know, this depression and anxiety and things that were, these roots just had to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, so the Lord just had me on this. Like I talk about all, you know, with the, the home, I talk about the process of restoration. And I think that's what, I think that's a journey. A lot of our stories, yeah, that's this journey that a lot of us are on. And, um, and I always say too, you know, God's God and he can do a miracle in a moment. He's sovereign mm-hmm. and he does like every, daily. But a lot of times our healing journeys, the ones I've seen, and I know in my own, um, a lot of times it's a process. Um, so he's had me on that journey. And like I said, I, I, with the home, it's just kind of like a modern day parable. I feel like yeah. where it gives people a visual. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not standing behind a, a pulpit this time telling the story I'm kind of showing people yeah. this this art of you know kind of visual storytelling of, of who God is and what he's doing and people see it in a new light folks we cannot shout from the rooftops loud enough how grateful we are to the Gebhardt Sleep Group of Baird Financial for their support of the Collected Podcast we um, we love having David Gebhardt at our disposal to ask him our questions. And I know we were kind of kicking around, like, what are our financial questions, ladies? Like, what are the things that we wish we had had Dave for? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well... I wish I had had him around when, you know, Michelle's talking about buying her house. And I, about a year and a half ago, bought a condo. And, you know, I thought, okay, I've got enough money saved. I can do this. And I was shocked around like every corner, there was a new hidden cost or something that I had no idea 
um, that I would have to yeah. pay for. Yep. So just having someone to sit down and walk me through that and help prepare me for that uh, would have been very, yeah. very beneficial in yes. that season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so if you are thinking about making a big purchase like a house or a condo or a car or anything, David would be a great resource for that. You guys, 704-571-7398. Call Dave. Dave's phone number. There it's right it is. there for you. you uh, we will him. also link it in the show notes. Absolutely. You can email him. You can use their contact page, however you want to do it to make you feel most comfortable. Just ask your questions. There's no obligation and he's there to help. He really has a heart to serve people so they can steward their resources well. So give him a call. I love how just how gracious and how good the Lord is to walk us through our process, our journey with Him. And um, what are, what is something or multiple things, but what's some, something specific that you do to remain rooted in, in your true identity and the work that the Lord's done in you? Um, Well, there's a few things that I try to stay on top of that I've learned I think in every believer's life are key, but um, especially, I mean, I know they are in mine, but staying in the word daily is huge. Yeah, Doing what sure. it says and not just hearing it, but actually like applying it. Um, and Christian community has been massive, um, massive, massive. I tell everybody, you know, have godly friends in your life that know you mm-hmm. and that, you know, Jesus walked closely with 12. He walked really closely with three. Um, so I always say like to get plugged in, you know, to local church community, um, time in the word. I actually, a big, huge part of my, my journey. And I think staying even on top of my journey is I've seen, I'm a big, big advocate for counseling. counseling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it's been a huge, I mean, I can't even explain to listeners how big of a, a part that has played in, in my healing journey. And so even now my, my counselor always says, you know, I got, it's funny. I, I got to a point where I was doing pretty well and I'll have seasons now that kind of go up and dip and I'll have to go see her a little bit more and talk through things. And, <laughs> but she'll say, you know, when I was doing really well, I asked her one time, you know, so do I stop coming to see you now? Or what's like, what, what, is, what, is, what does this look like? You know? And she was like, well, she was like, you know, you just come when you feel led and we can talk through things. And she said, but the way I tell people, you know, the way I look at it is it's like changing your oil. You know, she's like a good car. Yep. It continues to run well because it's, the oil's changed every 3000 miles. It's looked at, it's, the fluids are checked, you know, yep. somebody that knows what they're doing takes a look kind of down underneath the hood. And so, that's kind of, yeah. honestly, I feel like I'll, con- I, I think that's just a discipline that I've created in my personal life. Not everybody has to do it, but it has sure helped me yeah. stay, you know, healthy and in, in seasons that are tougher. Um, that's good. You know, I mean, honestly, it was just the holidays and there were even some things, you know, there's some things right now still, they're just really, really mm-hmm. tough for me. And, and so, um, we have a, we have a booking in a week, you know, to chat through some of that. And, and so I try mm-hmm. to just stay yeah. honestly really humble and open to like voices that I've, you know, allow God to speak into my life and, um, through voices, you know, like that and careful who I listen to, but there definitely are voices that, 
that I listen to more closely. Um, so that's good. I don't know. I feel like there's a, it's a kind of a combo formula of things that kind of help me stay on top of things. Sounds <laughs> like a great formula for healthy living. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Miss Shaley, I feel like I want to just sit and chat with you all evening, but unfortunately we do have to wrap up. So I didn't know if you wanted to share like one final word of wisdom for our listeners, something that you feel like you just can't walk away without sharing. Gosh, well, it's funny because this, this podcast, I felt it's funny how the Lord has kind of unfolded this, but I feel so strongly um, just about the wallpaper story again. And, um, Wow. allowing God to really go to the depths of your heart. If you're listening and you feel like there's just certain things that you just can't seem to let go of and wounds and hurt that you just can't seem, it's the mountain that feels immovable to you. Mm-hmm. Um, just a reminder from me, that somebody who's been there, that God can move every mountain. He's yeah. bigger than any mountain you face. He's bigger than any past history or wounding or He's greater than anything done to you. He's greater than anything you've done. Um, And so just, um, I just want to encourage somebody, you know, tonight, if, if they're feeling like there's an impossible situation that God with, with him, all things are possible. And hopefully my story, my journey has brought a fresh hope um, to those places, you know, Mm -hmm. that have been dead. So perfect. Oh, so good. Thank you so much. We are really grateful. Yes. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm honored to be a part and to share a tiny, tiny bit of my story and love what you guys are doing. And Thank you. just grateful to grateful to meet you and like yeah, and share a bit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, where can people find you online? All right. So if they want to find me online, um, you can go to the website, MissShaley.co. So that's M-E-S-H-A-L-I dot C-O. Okay. Um, Instagram is a very frequent place by me. Um, it's at Miss Shaley, so M-E-S-H-A-L-I. Y'all, Twitter, if you don't go, sh- go follow Miss Shaley, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Such goodness on Instagram. And oh, we will link guys, to all of that in yes, our show notes for yeah. sure. Oh, you guys are awesome. Awesome. Yeah, but mom, you know, unfortunately I was given this, this crazy name, so it's just pretty easy <laughs> to find me yes. on uh, social media or yes. website or whatever. It's just at Miss Shaley. All Perfect. the handles um, were available. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there was nobody fighting me for that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Great. So yeah, so they can find me there and, and reach out anytime. And I hope that the, the account somehow encourages your heart. So yeah, for sure. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Miss Shaley. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you guys so, so much. One thing that I noticed throughout her interview is that there was a consistent awareness of God being present to her. Mm -hmm. And she touches on that um, in her story when, you know, as a kid and talking to her siblings. Mm -hmm. And then years later, she's like, guys, God, God has been so present. Mm-hmm. And it's just really amazing to see um, how, like, just how present He really is to us if we just take time to mm-hmm. pay attention. Yeah. Or even, like, acknowledging Him speaking him speaking to her in her dream. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could just pass right over that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, I actually had a, like, a really strange spiritual dream the other night and it's kind of similar in a way to 
um, to Michelle's story because I also had like a really tumultuous tween teen season because of divorce and a lot of other things. And, um, and it, I feel like the more we share these things, she said that she went to a, a friend, a spiritual mama to her to kind of bounce it off. You know, we have to have those close people that we trust, that we trust the, the Lord with, you know, that we trust the Lord in um, to be able to to make sense of these things that come to us in these, I don't know, ethereal ways, you know? And so um, I felt affirmed by a lot of what she said. And um, I don't know, I just feel so connected to Michelle and I'm so grateful that she decided to come on the show. Yeah. And I know I said this a couple times in her interview, but I just feel compelled to say it again. The Lord is telling you he was with you the whole time. Yep, yep. Like, don't forget that. Just repeat that over and over. Yeah. You know, if if that is something that hits home for you, mm-hmm. continue to lean into that and, you know, see what the Lord will do with that over the course of this upcoming year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, make sure you go follow Michelle on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, it's goodness all the time. Yeah. And you saying that, um, Jess, like I loved how she um, she said community. She said being a hearer and doer of the word and being aware, like mm-hmm. being aware of mm-hmm. God's presence with you. Um, I, yeah, I just... I was so um, encouraged by her just um, her sharing, like how how present God was to her. Like mm-hmm. it was so beautiful. Yeah. So good stuff. Well, before we go, we are very excited about <laughs> this Christmas season. Yeah. So we have a special gift for you. Uh, but there's a caveat. You have to, <laughs> you have to buy it. be a patron. <laughs> so if you are one of our patrons, we have a very special um, episode for you. We share some things from a retreat that happened. We give you a resource that Tia created that is nowhere else in the world yet um, <laughs> except there. Yeah. And so we would love for you to go there, check that out. If you're not a patron, for as little as $1 a month, um, you can become one and yeah. support this work we're doing. Uh, we... We appreciate it more than we can say. Absolutely. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would help spread the word. Check back here for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. The Collected Podcast is also on Patreon at patreon.com slash thecollectedpodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as $1 a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, exclusive content, Contests and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNelly Notes, Jess at Spreza Foundry, and Michaela at the Creative Space NC. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to prevent and support unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. The Collected Podcast is brought to you by the Gebhardt Sleep Group at Baird Financial, delivering personalized financial advice that helps clients reach their long-term goals. Visit gebhardtsleepgroup.com or see our show notes for links and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is recorded and edited by Jacob Early. Music is by Asaf Alon.